Before we get started, I would love to send out a special heartfelt prayer to all those people that have been and are being affected by Hurricane Dorian. I have never been through anything like that in my life, so I wouldn't know what to do. But what I do know is that the universe and God will provide even when you think all hope is lost, when you have lost the faith, when you have lost courage and sight and direction. The universe and God will still provide a way. So I pray that you don't lose hope. I pray that you don't lose faith. I pray you know which direction to turn your feet and lead your family and lead yourself out of that situation. And I pray that when you go home, that there's a home to go to. And I want to pray for those people who return to nothing, no job, no home. I pray for those people who have lost family members, who have lost their own lives. I just want to continue to pray for you and to keep you lifted in prayer as you endure uh, that hurricane and as you have endured the hurricane. And also when I send, uh, send out some special love to Kevin Hart as he goes through his recovery, uh, recovery phase from his accident. And not only Kevin Hart, but anybody that is dealing with anything. And I know we are all dealing with something. So if you're dealing with family issues, medical issues, health issues, financial issues, whatever you are dealing with, keep your head up. And I hope it gets better for you. And I hope you just don't lose faith and I hope you don't lose courage or sight or direction. So again, I just don't want to pray for Kevin Hart because he's famous. I want to pray for all of my listeners and your friends and your family members too. So just keep your head lifted and let's get into jiving. I'm just jiving. Where's my damn cup? What's up? What's up? What's up? Do you know how hard it's about to be to go into what I'm about to go into after I just done used the word God and universe and done prayed with folks and now I'm about to be cursing my ass off on this 12th episode of Purple Cup Talk, Reggie Hathorne's Purple Cup Talk, where we talk about real shit, random shit, and relatable shit. Sometimes you get one, sometimes you get two, and sometimes you get three. But rest assured, you will always get one. And on today, you're going to get a lot of real, a lot of random, and a lot of relatable And if you are listening on iHeartRadio, thank you, iTunes, thank you, Spotify, thank you, YouTube, thank you, Facebook, thank you, IG, thank you. And I'm not on Twitter. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I ain't never on Twitter. If you have read one of my old tweets, thank you. And if this is your first time listening to me, thank you for coming by and checking out your boy. And if you have been here before, thank you for bringing your ass back. And I have to remind you to subscribe to my page. I mean, subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. Follow me on uh, Spotify. Follow me on iHeartRadio and subscribe to purplecuptalk.com and rate me on iTunes. And as I always say, if you ain't got nothing good to say, keep it to your motherfucking self. Keep it to your motherfucking self. And I got to give a shout out to all of my supporters. Those are the people that have put a few dollars in my pocket every month. They donate to make sure my cup stays full. And you can do the same thing by simply going to purplecuptalk.com, click on the support tab, and voila, there you are. And I have to remind you guys to get your tickets to the Purple Cup Talk Live Tour, which kicks off next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. In L.A. on September 14th. And then from there, we go to Baltimore, D.C., Philly, New York, uh, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. I'm just going to ask that you guys click on the link. I will put it in the, um, the podcast notes at the bottom in the description. Click on the link and get your tickets. And I want to give a special shout out to the white dude that all the black people think that he's cool. Because he can sing or he acts black. I want to give a shout out to that dude. And we all know one, John B., Robin Thicke, those folks. I want to give a shout out to the people that make you take your shoes off when you go over their house. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you where that came from. I went to this dude's house, uh, Clint Coley. 
He has a podcast as well. He's going to be on one of my you know, following episodes once I finish editing it. <laughs> um, went over his crib the other day. Hadn't been over Clint's crib in forever. And when I walked in, he said, take your shoes off. You got to take your shoes off. I was like, God damn. See this old crib? You didn't have to take your shoes off. That's what people, you know, people get brand new when they get a new spot. <laughs> they want you to take your shoes off. Let people know ahead of time that if they got to, they got to take their shoes off. Because I don't wear socks. Not with certain shoes. With my J's, I don't wear socks. I just don't. But I keep some some stuff in my shoes to make sure my feet don't stink. But I don't wear socks. And I'm not a barefoot walking around the house dude. So I'm walking around a st- walking around this dude's house barefoot, recording our episode barefoot, highly, just totally uncomfortable. But that's his crib. It's just like when people get a new car, they don't want you to eat in there. But after about four or five months, they'll be like, oh, man, you can go and eat. It's all good. I done spilled some shit on that seat anyway. Folks always change once she get old, but I understand. And I want to give a shout out to the dude, the black dude in 7-Eleven at the coffee station this morning. This guy, I was reaching for some uh, caramel macchiato um, creamer. He said, I got that for you, bro. No, no problem. So he handed me two. And then when it was time for me to get a stir, he handed me a stir as well. Not only was he like extremely helpful, he made a suggestion. He said, hey, man. You need to try that blueberry coffee. It's good to you. When somebody tell you some shit is good to you, not it tastes good, but he said it's good to you. I was like, damn, I'm going to get that. I didn't get it this time, but I'm going to try it the next time I go, which will probably be later today or tomorrow morning because I drink one cup of coffee every day. Sometimes I drink two. It just depends on my mood. But again, I think I mentioned to you guys before, I just drink coffee, but I'm not a coffee drinker. And as he got ready to walk away, he said, hey, you have a good day, brother. And I said, you too. And I mean that. When I tell people to have a good day, I'm not one of those dudes that just say that as a filler or just, you know, something to say. I mean that. I want you to have a good day. And he said, right on. And he walked to the the cash register, paid for his shit, and he walked on out. So, yes, I want to give a shout out to that dude. It is nothing like living around your own so they may sound like I, uh, I'm all about segregation, which could be. But uh, it's nothing like, when you're black, it's nothing like living around some black folks. You know, you just get that just get that warm feeling. You just feel welcome. And I felt welcome in that 7-Eleven today. Also, I got a lot I want to talk to you guys about today, man. Uh, let me give you guys, oh, this is the first time I've been on here since last week. And so Labor Day has happened. So I hope you guys had a great Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. I hope you got to eat you some good food or relax or whatever you did on your Labor Day. I hope you did it to the full. And I can't, I don't know how I forgot this, but make sure, make sure you check me out on all social media platforms. I am on Facebook at Just Jiving, IG at Just Jiving, YouTube at Just Jiving. And if you aren't following me, what the fuck is wrong with you? You need to be following me. I mean, I appreciate you listening to this podcast, but you need to be following me as well. So on my Labor Day, I got a chance to spend time with the fam. I got a cousin that's visiting uh, from uh, Atlanta. She's originally from here, but she's visiting this week. So I'll be spending time, some more time with her. She had a big cookout at her crib, had the links, had the pound cake. I love links and pound cake. And, they, and, and her brother burned the links perfectly. I don't know if you like your links burnt, but I love my links burnt. He burnt them perfectly. I even took two home. And I rarely take a to-go but to-go links, but I wrapped me two in foil and I ate them later on that day. And I got a chance to hang out with my baby cousin, Chris. And she's a grown-ass woman, but to me, she's going to always be a baby. In her, you know what I'm saying? So she's going to always be baby cousin, Chris. We went live on my page. She is hella funny. Gave me some new uh, tips on chewing gum. You guys know. Well, maybe some of you don't know, but I, I, when, I'm, when I'm having a good day, I chew gum. That means I'm having a good day. And I had to take my gum out before I started to, uh, before I press record on this episode. So guess what that means? I'm having a good ass day. Also to let you know that Chris will be one of my sidekicks on this uh, podcast coming up in the future. She'll be a co-host. I am looking to build a team. I want this to be like a morning show or like a show more than just me. I want you to get different perspectives and get some you know, get all types of energy, but all types of positive energy on this uh, podcast, which I'll tell you some more about here in a few. Um, let me give you a little quick update on me, uh, what has happened to me this week. I got my voice back. For those of you that don't know, I lost my voice for a couple of days and I couldn't 
uh, do the call-in segment like I was supposed to do the other day. I couldn't do any videos. I couldn't go live because my voice was gone. I'm going to tell you what I did that helped. First of all, I got some Claritin D. Claritin D is the shit. I don't care what you say. Claritin D is the shit. The next thing I did was I twisted some tissue up and stuck it in my right nostril and slept like that for two nights, and it cleared everything up. So I don't know if the Claritin D really did anything. I really think it was the tissue twisted up and put in my nostril. I don't know if any of you do this. If you do, you know that that's the shit. And I just learned that you can put some Vicks on that piece of tissue that you leave in your nose over, overnight. I didn't know that, but I will be trying that. And some peppermint oil. But for those of you who haven't done this, I don't know what you're waiting on. You, you, it's taking you too long to get with the program. Also, this is day 48 of making up my bed. I think it is a habit by now. I think, what, 21, 30 days makes it a habit. So I'm on day 48. And just to let you guys know that on day 60, I ain't going to be talking about this shit no more. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know some of you are probably over, like, oh, God, here this dude go talking about making up this damn bed. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm almost over. So I know y'all are almost over. So you got two more weeks of listening to me talk about me making up my bed. I also saw Hobbs and Nash this weekend, me and my cousin, baby Chris. We went to see Hobbs and Nash. Hobbs and Shaw, I keep wanting to call this shit Hobbs and Nash. Is Hobbs and Nash a country group or something? Because I keep saying Hobbs and uh, Nash, but it's Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Nash. But anyway, I saw the movie with <laughs> The Rock and Jason Statham, I think that's his name, uh, and Idris Elba. Uh, I saw the first three minutes, and I saw the last four minutes. That's what I did. I fell asleep through the whole damn movie. But I have always said it is about how you begin. Begin. Why well, put that D on there? The country in me is coming out. It's all about how you begin. <laughs> And end. So it's all about how you start and all about how you finish. All that shit in the middle, whatever. So I saw the beginning and the end, and that has made a difference in my life. Also, I don't know if you guys do this, but I do this. Let me get my seat situated here. Um, I went to Target over the weekend, right? And you know when you go to stores like Target and Walmart, you have a goal. You have a list. You have, you're on a mission. You're like, hey, I'm going to go in here and get XYZ and I'm going to get the fuck out of there. My goal was to go into Target and get me some draws and leave. I'll tell y'all something. I think I got, I really only have about 21 pair of underwear, which means I have to wash like every two, two and a half weeks. You know, on those days that you work out, you use two pair of draws. So I have to wash like every two, two and a half weeks. And I'm tired of it. I want to be able to go three and a half weeks. So I said, you know, I'm going to go to Target Give me two packs of draws. Draws are expensive as hell, by the way. I, don't, I know ladies, y'all are used to paying, you know, $10, $15, $20 for one pair of panties or however much you pay. I know it, it costs more than dude draws. Dude draws, you get like a pack of three for like $16. And that shit is high to me. So I was going to go in there, you know, had a $30 budget. You know, you got to give yourself a budget when you go in the store. At least I do because that's just how my coins are set up right now. And plus, I just feel like it's... You're being fiscally responsible. And I really just wanted to use the word fiscally. Um, and so I kind of like forced that that statement that I just did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went in Target to get me some draws. And one thing I have learned, I need to just go straight to the draws, keep some blinders on so that's all I can see. But no, I decided to go and pass through the hat section and the clothes section. And I saw some hats, some brims. All I'm going to say is, I walked out with a fire-ass brim from Target. You need to get you one. They got some fire-ass brims in Target. Go to my page and check me out. Look at your boy in the brim is all I'm saying. The brim is dope. Go to Target, get you a a nice-ass brim. Needless to say, I didn't get no damn draws. So I still got to go back to Target this weekend and get me some draws. But I did get a fire-ass hat. It's kind of a winter-fall hat, so you will see me in the hat maybe like mid-October. You'll start seeing me in the hat. But again, you can go to my page on Facebook and IG at Just Driving and check your boy out in the hat. All right. So one thing I want to tell you guys before we get into this, it is Saturday. Well, I think it's going to be Saturday where you guys are because I'm. here's the deal. It's Friday right now. I'm recording this on Friday, but I'm thinking about dropping this tomorrow, which will be Saturday morning. Or go ahead and dropping it once I finish. So I'll figure that out once I get done. But here's the thing. 
I'm about to break my podcast up into two parts. There will be a Saturday edition and a Tuesday edition. Okay? Listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me out. One reason is because if I put all of the things that I want to put in one episode, it's going to be long as hell. Long as hell. And the reason it's going to be long as hell is because I'm making some additions uh, to the, to the uh, podcast. I'm adding segments. Okay? Let me tell you about the segments, and then we will get into what I want to talk about today. So on Saturdays, you're going to get a recap. And a recap will be what happened on my page this week. And if you aren't following me, you got life fucked up. You need to be following me. So you need to follow me so you'll get a recap of what happened on my page. And the recap that I do on the podcast is a lot different than the way I engage on the page because you actually get to hear my voice. You get to hear why I said certain things, why I put certain posts up. That's what the recap is all about. So you'll get that on Saturday. You will also get uh, music that you can check out, music you can clean to, albums that I'm, you know, digging. And you can also, you know, make suggestions, make, uh, send me some uh, recommendations on some music. I love music. I don't know all the music. Nobody knows every musician out there. So don't let nobody act like they just know everything because who knows everything? So I will be making uh, music uh, recommendations. Um, quotes. Again, I love quotes. So there will be a quote at the end of the podcast on Saturday. So that's what you're going to get on Saturday. And you'll get a new topic that I'll be talking about on Saturday. So you get the recap, which is, you know, as a recap. Uh, you'll get the quotes, you'll get the music, and you will get um, something new. So that's what you're going to get on Saturdays. On Tuesdays, here's what you're going to get. There are going to be segments. At, let me tell you about these segments. There's going to be one segment called That's Fucked Up. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say like, man, that's fucked up or man, that's fucked up or that's fucked up. I, I need to figure out the tone of that. But either way, it's going to be a segment called that's fucked up. And that will be basically shit that happened that caught my attention, but not quite enough for me to do some serious research on it. But it's a fucked up situation. So I will like gloss over it. It'll be very surface, very topical. And then at the end, I'm like, but that's fucked up. So that's one thing that I'll be talking about. Um, Also, you're going to get a segment called Who Gives a Shit? That's actually one of my favorite ones. Who Gives a Shit? That will be things that people are talking about on social media, entertainment, society, culture, whatever, that I just really don't give a shit about. But it came across my timeline. And I'm like, why the fuck do I care about this shit? So there will be a segment called who gives a shit? And I know we all have things that pop up on our timeline, pop up on the news, on the radio, things that everybody is talking about, but we really don't give a shit about it. So there's going to be a segment called Who Gives a Shit? And there's going to be a segment for random, useless information or little things that you probably didn't know. I'm a very random dude. I like useless facts. They just drive me crazy. I love knowing useless shit, but it, it's interesting to me. So we're going to have a segment for that. Then we're going to have the relationship corner. So it's going to round off at the end on Tuesday with the relationship corner. So that thing that I put on my page yesterday about um, is it a such thing as a good man or a good woman? We ain't talking about that shit today. I know some of y'all came here like, yeah, I can't wait to see what he got to say about the, is it a good man or a good woman? Does it exist? I can't wait to hear what he got to say about it. Uh, I ain't going to say shit about it. You're going to have to bring your ass back on Tuesday. <laughs> and I, I, hey, hey, I know it was deceptive, but I thought of this last night. So sorry if I misled you, but bring your ass back on Tuesday and you will see what everybody got to say about that question that I put up on my page. Is it a such thing as a good man or a good woman? If so, what makes a good man or a good woman? And if not, why don't you think one exists? Okay, so that's another segment. And, uh, and again, that one will have a quote as well. Also on Saturday, I forgot this, um, meaning in the lyrics. Because there are people, there are songs that I love music, if you guys can't tell. I love music. Music is actually like, if I played an instrument or I could sing, I would be that dude. I would be that dude, seriously. 
Um, so there's going to be a, a segment about music and the meaning behind certain lyrics in a song. So we will break a song down. So we're going to do stuff like that. Because, you know, sometimes you be riding in the car with your, with, your, with your person, with your friend, your cousin, or whoever, your girlfriend, boyfriend, and the song come on and y'all hear a little bit like, ooh, you hear what he said, though? So you, so you kind of break it down and y'all have fun with it, or sometimes it's a serious lyric and you have fun with it. We're going to do that on this page. Well, I'm going to do it because it ain't like y'all can talk back. But I wish y'all could, though. I really, I really wish you could. Um, so, yes, there will be that segment as well. It won't happen on this one today. I know y'all thinking like, oh, shit, he finna break a song. No, I'm not. I'm telling y'all what's going to happen starting the next one. But this episode is going to be shorter than normal because I want y'all to bring your ass back on Tuesday. So it's really going to start this Tuesday, but you're you're going to have an idea of what's going to happen. So when you log on on Tuesday, be like, ah, oh, I know what I'm about to get. Okay? So that's how this podcast is about to be formatted. And I'm really excited about that format because it's, it's starting to get some shape. It's starting to be more Reggie. And that's why, you know, isn't that why you guys come to see what the fuck I got to say? Isn't that why you guys come so you can hear some random shit, some real shit, and some relatable shit? Yeah. It's about to be all of those things to the 10th power. That's what you're, uh, that's what you're about to get now. And um, let me give you guys a serious round of applause. And I'm going to tell you why after you get these hand claps. Yeah, that's for y'all. That's for y'all right there. That's for y'all. Mm-hmm. So the reason I did that is because this podcast is growing. I'm getting more downloads, more listeners, and that is because of y'all. So I really appreciate you guys sharing. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys just engaging on my page. I really, really appreciate that. It wouldn't grow if it wasn't for y'all. And I'm only at the 12th episode, and it's, it's, this is the 12th episode, by the way. And it's, it's growing. And again, I know it's because of y'all, and I just want to say I really, really appreciate that. So that's what's about to happen to the podcast. You're about to get more of my personality in it, more of the things that I'm interested in. And I hope that you're interested in those things too. But if you're not, try to open your mind up, okay? Uh, so yes, let's do the recap real quick. And after the recap, we will um, talk about some, some music I want you to check out. And then we'll talk about this Facebook app that everybody is uh, going crazy over. Well, I ain't going to say everybody's going crazy about. But so, yes, the first thing that I talked about on my page was parents. <laughs> no, no, you're like, what did he say about parents? Here's what I said. I really appreciate. First of all, let me say this. I don't have kids. So it's kind of hard for me to put my mouth on people's kids. I don't put my mouth on kids and how to raise kids. What I mean by putting my mouth on me, like kissing them or nothing like that, because I, I don't do that shit, but I mean talking about them. That's for those people who don't understand what putting my mouth on me. It means I don't really talk about kids and how to raise kids or make suggestions to kids because hell, I ain't got no kids. You know how when you, don't, when you don't have something or if you're not such and such, people don't really like accept your advice or appreciate your advice. Like, motherfucker, you don't know you ain't got no kids. Motherfucker, you don't know you ain't got no job. How you know about... Paying for a mortgage, motherfucker, you still paying rent, that type of shit. So, but anyway, I don't have kids. But one thing I do do, do do, one thing I appreciate <laughs> is when parents admit that they have some dumbass kids. That is the shit to me. I love when parents admit they have some dumbass kids. And let me tell you where I even, how I even got that. I was talking to one of my homegirls the other day. And she was just talking about her, how her son was struggling He's just a bad motherfucker and just beginning getting into trouble. She's just wanting him to, you know, stop and she's working on him. And she's like, he ain't doing good at school. She's like, I don't think he that bright. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate somebody that can say, my son or my daughter is not the brightest motherfucker. And I know that that's, every, all the kids out there ain't smart. Every, every child ain't smart. And I know this because I was a kid and I had some dumb ass friends. Some of my friends were smart, but some of them were some dumbass kids. So I know that all kids ain't smart, but that's what you see on social media. You see everybody bragging about their kid on all A on a roll, quarterback of the year, linebacker of the year. He's about to get a scholarship to XYZ, to Princeton and USC. All kids ain't smart. And sometimes, you know, and I know people ain't going to, you know, promote their dumbass kids. But sometimes I just want to hear some some dumb shit your kid did or just about a dumbass kid. Because that's relatable. That's real. And it ain't random, but it is random. It is real and relatable. So everybody ain't got smart-ass kids. But I appreciate when parents can admit 
that they got some dumb ass kids. And also, this is something that um, started when when I was hanging out with baby cousin Chris. I think people are worried about the wrong thing when they die. You know how they always say you need to get you a burial plan, get you a will, start getting your shit in order for, you know, your kids or your wife or your husband, you know, so it won't be so much trauma, so much, you know, so many, so much fighting at the funeral. I get all that. But I don't think that's what you need to be worried about. I think you need to be worried about trying to find that friend that will clear your phone of all the dirty shit of all your dirt and reset that motherfucker to factory settings when you die. That's what I think. Think people worried about the wrong shit. You need to be worried about that. Who's going to clean your phone out? I know who's going to clean my phone out. Let me tell you something. When I posted that, I probably got five or six text messages, a couple inboxes from people saying, hey, I need you to be my dude. Hey, here's my password. Hey, here's how to do this. I got this hidden in a such, such folder. I, I got this in this folder. Clean that shit out. Here's how you reset the phone to, to nothing, to where it ain't shit on it, all right? And put such and such as a screensaver. Can you do that? I'm like, nigga, I got you. I need you to do the same for me, though. <laughs> okay? And some people were talking about cleaning out their computers and all this. And some people admit that they already got those friends in line. They already got packs with their friends. And there were people who said, why would I care? I'm dead. Let me tell you why you would care if you're married. Now, one thing I don't promote is dirt. I don't promote dirt, but I can't stop you from doing your shit, but I can tell you how to prepare or how to, you know, navigate that shit. All right. So if you're doing dirt and you're married or you got a significant other or you got kids, some shit you don't need to come out, you know, after you did. That will embarrass your kids. That will embarrass your spouse, your family. So you need to keep certain shit out your phone. You need that shit to be gone. When you leave, that shit need to leave. So that's why I say the shit matters because you don't need to embarrass anybody. Like you don't want your wife for 30 years all of a sudden to find out you've been fucking with the neighbor down the street. You got all these pictures. So that's why you need to clean that shit out. And uh, other people were like, you know, shit, I need somebody to run over my phone. Just burn the motherfucker, that type of shit. So that is something that we talk about. Yes, sure, get you a will, get a burial plan and all that type of shit. But make sure you got that person that's going to clean out your phone, okay? Ten movies. Talked about ten movies that I never get tired of watching. I'd like to hear your list. And we put that on the page. Let me, let me run through my list real quick. Shawshank Redemption, Coach Carter, Cooley High, Goodwill Hunting, Casablanca. Let me tell you about Casablanca, though. Casablanca, how I even, I can't, I, I stumbled up on Casablanca because I'm one of those people that when you hear, fam, when you hear famous movie lines, you know, you know certain such and such is from this movie or such and such is from this movie. I want to know why that movie line even came up, you know, why, why they said what they said. So I was always hearing the, uh, the line, we'll always have Paris. Play it again, Sam. Out of all the gin joints in all the cities, she chose to walk up into mine. I wanted to know why that shit was said. So I watched Casablanca to see why such and such was said. And I ended up falling in love with the movie. Also, uh, remember, the, um, remember, the Go- remember Going With The Wind? The famous movie line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I wanted to know why Clark Gable, quote unquote, Red Butler, said Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So I watched the movie and the shit was at the end. It was in like the last 10 minutes of the movie. And that's a long ass movie. So I watched that entire movie just to get to that one damn line. Uh, Number six on my list was Sweet November. I love that movie. Godfather Part 1 and 2, Road to Perdition, Pulp Fiction, and Seven Pounds. I won't go into depth about each movie, but those are like 10 movies. There's more too. I can watch The Untouchables. I love The Wood too. It's a lot of movies that I can watch over and over and over and over, but I only wanted people to give 10. Five songs that I truly, truly hate. I posted this. If you haven't seen that post on my page, if you haven't been on my page, go check that list out. The Butt. I hate The Butt by EU. I fucking hate that song. Uh, Happy Birthday. Stevie Wonder version, the black version, or the white version, the original version. Um, I think that's a white person. It sounds like some shit somebody white would write. Uh, I need to research that because what if it's some uh, some white, some black dude or a Latina dude or Asian dude? Need to find out. Somebody will somebody research that and send that to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but for real, if you want to. 
Um, I hate that damn song. And sometimes, you know, I think I hate it because at every birthday party I go to, most birthday parties I go to are black folks. I would say 98% of the parties I go to are black folks, 99%. Um, we always start off with the original version. Then somebody like, all right, y'all know we got to sing the other one. And then there they go. Happy birthday to you. And they always sing just the chorus. They don't know any of the other words. And after about the second or third round, it starts to fade out. Everybody be doing this old fake ass clapping like that song is their shit. That song is not your shit. Stop acting like that song is your shit. That is a fucking worn out song. I hate that song. Um, I'm Blessed by Charlie Wilson. Garbage of a song. It's trash. Um, I get the message. I'm blessed. I mean, okay. But it's a garbage song. Needs to throw it away. Um, I haven't really dug him since he left the Gap Band. When he leave them, like 89, 90. Uh, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. No, I hate that song. I fucking hate that song. It drives me crazy when I hear it. Uh, I Just Got Paid by Johnny Kemp. Yeah, garbage. Garbage of a song. One thing I don't understand is how people... They get mad at you because certain songs don't move you like it moves them. I don't like that. I think that's, uh, I don't even know the word for that, but that's fucked up. That's, that's one word I could think of. It's fucked up. Um, just because I don't like a song and you do, we ain't got to fight about that shit. Because if you don't, if I don't like a song and you do, if I like a song and you don't, I'm not going to be mad at you. It's preference. That's what music is. Mo- music doesn't move everybody the same. Uh, duh. Um, so yeah, I don't like when people try to impart their, their, uh, likes or dislikes of a song or a movie or whatever on you just because you don't like it. I don't, I don't like when people do this shit. And there's no one song that everybody likes. There's no one song that everybody dislikes. That's what music is all about. Music is about preferences. It's about how it moves you, how it touches you, you know, maybe what emotions or memories it brings up for you. So Yeah. Those are my five songs that really kill me. They get on my damn nerves. Uh, let me give you some albums you could check out. The new one by Sir. It, was, it dropped last week. Capital S, little R. I mean, little I, big R. Um, check that out. That album is everything. It's about shit. 12 songs on there. Got a few features on there. He got um, uh, Simon. He got uh, Kendrick. He got Jill Scott, wasn't it? Jilly from Philly, whatever they call her. Uh, I like Jill Scott, though. Uh, great album. But I'm going to tell you how you should. Here's how I listen to it. How I think is the, it, this way kind of does something for me. I start at the second to last song, which is the recipe. I start there and then I, you know, put it on album repeat. And so it'll come back around from that way. That is like you listen to it right there. It's like it has a certain vibe. It starts you off at a certain place and then it just like takes you wherever you want to go, and it brings your ass back. That's, it has a little different feel than when you, if you listen to it from the very beginning. So I listen to albums from weird places, you know, because sometimes they may stir up, you know, different emotions. That's an that's awesome album. Hella awesome. Great album. Great sound. I'm still riding on the Mac A-Rez album. Check out Her. Check out Her's new joint. It's been out a couple weeks. Uh, Rick Ross shit is fire. Uh, Snow Allegra, check her shit out. And I'm still riding on... Chris Brown, I'm still riding Nas's dick on his new shit. I ain't really new no more. It's been out of over shit. It's still it's still new. Uh, so though I don't really have that much music for you this guys this week. I mean I didn't really add that much to it, but make sure you check out that sir. Please check that sir out. All right, check that out. And I want to talk to you guys about this Facebook app, and I'm going to read to you. And so for those some of you probably don't know that Facebook came out with a dating app. They came out with it a couple of days ago. It, it came to the U.S. a couple of days ago, but it's been in other countries for a while from what I'm hearing. And uh, they have this feature on there called Secret Crush. And it allows you to set up nine Facebook friends that you want to express interest in. Uh, but they won't know you have a crush on them unless they have a crush on you, if that makes sense. Um yeah, so it kind of has that whole Tinder vibe. I don't know if you guys have ever been on Tinder where you swipe and you get a match. Kind of has that that vibe to it. So it's called a secret crush. And it gives you up to nine people. That's a lot. That's a lot of folks to have a crush on. So that means you're emotionally available if you have nine people that you got a crush on. And let's define crush. What is a crush? 
You think they're cute. What is a crush? Um, you like their way? You like their energy? What is a crush? Yeah. So you can have nine people that you can have a crush on. Like I said, it's going to also be on um, uh, Instagram. And you cannot choose celebrities. So don't be on there trying to choose, you know, who Idris Elba's like, got motherfuckers like um, Lorenz Tate. Uh, I'm just trying to think some some dudes. I always hear girls talk about. So you know, I'm just, let me roll with me. David Banner. I hear a lot of women talk about David Banner. And fellas, don't be on there trying to choose uh, Rihanna, Megan Good, uh, Carrie Washington. Some of you might like Oprah because she's wealthy. Don't be trying to choose those people, you know, because you can't choose a celebrity unless they follow you. You can't choose influencers. So, yeah, unless they add you to their secret crush. And that's the only way you'll get a notification. I'm not on the app and I'm not going to get on the app. I'm just telling you guys that this app is out there. So make sure you go check it out if you're in the dating market. It makes it a little easier for you. You don't have to pay that monthly for Tinder. I've been on Tinder before. And how you be paying all that extra shit to get more swipes and all this type of shit. You ain't got to do that. But you only get up to nine. And I don't know if you can delete one. Like if you realize she ain't fucking with you and he, or he ain't fucking with you. And you can, you know, switch out, you know. how I don't even know how often you can update your nine. But you get nine. Keep that in mind. And another feature it has on it is a share the location feature. Like a safety type of feature. And what that feature is, it's um, like say for example you're going out on a date. And this goes for men and women because there are some some crazy women out there too. And the person that you're on a date with makes you uncomfortable. You can share your location with a family member, a goon, uh, a motherfucker that you know got hands, a motherfucker that you know come get a motherfucker, uh, uh, your, your pops, whoever, your girlfriends, you, your, your, your dudes. You can share your location with them so they'll know where you are. But it doesn't, it only shares for so long, which I think is a good thing. It doesn't share the entire night, but I think you can keep updating it because they don't need to see if you're about to go to a hotel and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or if you guys are going to the sex toy store, they don't need to see all that, you know, because your date could be going well. And you'd be like, hey, we might as well fuck tonight. Let's go get some toys. They don't need to see y'all going to the toy store. You know what I'm saying? That's the real toy store. Fuck. FAO Schwartz and Toys R Us. <laughs> the sex toy store is the real toy store. So they don't need to see you going there. So I think that uh, the, the share the uh, location thing, it goes away after a certain amount of time and you have to reactivate it. Uh, what else is it about this app? Hold on a second. Oh, the app is going to be a separate tab within the main menu. So you don't have to um, activate it. Yeah. You don't have to activate it. Here's the crazy part about it. You cannot specify. Um, I mean, you uh, Facebook is going to, I read that wrong. See, first I said, uh, first I read that you uh, it wouldn't show your gender, uh, but it will ask you to specify your gender and the genders of the people that you're interested in. According to a preview shared by Facebook, the options are cis woman, trans woman, cis man, trans man, non-binary person. However, your gender identity won't be shared with potential matches. Uh, what the fuck? Well, I mean, if you only like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. So if you're a woman and you're interested in men and women, if you get a match, you won't know if it's a man or a woman. Ah, uh -huh. okay. I guess they like, do you really care? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said you were interested in both. But if, you, if you're a man or a woman and you're only interested in the opposite sex, you can, I think, safely assume that if you get a match, it's a person of the opposite sex. Uh, but, and it says you can express interest in everyone, men, women, trans women, or trans men. Malik Yoba would do really well with this. Malik Yoba would kill on this. He would get a lot of matches, a lot of secret crushes. And I know some of y'all are like, huh? Yeah, just go read it for yourself. Um, you can also fill in details like height, religion, job title, um, where you work, where you went to school, and whether you have children. Wow. And you can put nine photos in there. And 
icebreaker questions provided by Facebook. What does your perfect day look like? Or, you, oh, right now you can't write your own. Right now you cannot write your own question, but Facebook provides icebreaker questions. And once your profile is set, Facebook says it will start matching you with potential dates based on your preferences, interests, and other things you do on Facebook. The company says this includes factors like where you're from, the Facebook groups you're in, and where you say you went to school. You can only match with people who are located within roughly 100 miles of you. Okay, that rules out, you know, those true long-distance relationships. So if you are in Chicago, you ain't finna be fucking with nobody down in Jackson, Mississippi. Or if you're in Minnesota, that girl that you were crushing on in Florida, nah, it ain't gonna happen. Unless y'all got the secret crush. But Facebook is not going to match you. It would be interesting to get on there just to see who Facebook would match me with. Hmm, I'm not going to do it, but that would be kind of, you know, just to kind of see how the app will work, just kind of to give you guys more details. I ain't going out on no date because I'm not in position to. However, I just think it would be interesting just to see how it works, just so I can, you know, give you a more intelligent, uh, more intelligent details. But anyway, I'm not going to do it. Um, Facebook presents matches one at a time, but it doesn't have a certain famous right or left swiping mechanism. Instead, to start a conversation, you need to like a person's profile or respond directly to one of their questions, photos, or Instagram posts similar to on the dating app hinge. I'm not familiar with that. For example, you can click on a picture of their dog and send a message saying, hey, he's cute. To turn someone down, you tap, not interested. (laughs) Damn. You can also review someone's profile using a feature called second look. Huh. Facebook dating messages live in their own separate inbox and they're strictly text only. You can't send links, photos, or payments for security reasons. So-called romance scams have been a problem online for years. So you can actually put on somebody's picture, not interested. Damn. So if you shoot your shot, they ain't got time to play no games. They can just say not interested. And again, you can also review someone's profile using a feature called Second Look. So if you done shot them down, and you thought about it later on over a drink. Oh, wait a minute. Shit, I should have told that girl it was a oh, damn. Or I should have told that dude, fuck, let me go back and get a second look. So, yes, that is what the Facebook uh, app is all about. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today, the Facebook app, and to let you guys know how the format of the um, podcast is about to change. And moving forward, I'm anticipating episodes only being 45 minutes max. Maybe I want to try to get them to 30 Because I feel that listening to one motherfucker for an hour is a long time. And I don't want to give you guys anything that I don't want. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, So with all that said, I said I'm going to end it with a quote every time. So here's the quote of the day. And you know I got to put it over this music. The only fear I've ever had was the fear of being myself. I'll repeat that. The only fear I've ever had was the fear of being myself. Yeah, how about that? Um, tell you where I got that from. That's actually my quote. That I didn't get that from anybody. That's that's all Reggie right there. I have never been scared of um anything. When I say I've never been the dude that, is, that I've never been scared to quit a job. I've never been scared to start a business. I've never been scared to move. I can't tell you how many jobs I've quit to start a business with damn near nothing. I've never been afraid to like live minimally or live with little or nothing or to, to just live bare bones if I knew there was you know, a bigger purpose or a bigger vision in mind. I had a, there was a bigger picture. Never been scared of that. I even like started my life over at 43. I sold everything I had in 2016 and moved to L.A. and started over from scratch. I got a one-way ticket to L.A. in 2016. 43 years old. Never scared to start over. That was just never my fear. Now, somebody else, that may be their fear, but that was never my fear. My fear has always been that I was scared to be me. And there was a reason, like I was just always fearful of being myself. I was fearful of being accepted, like would I be accepted? Would they like me? Uh, would they like what I got to say? Um, I'm afraid to live how I want to live. 
because society may not approve of it. Uh, my parents may not approve of it. My friends might think I'm crazy. I have always been afraid to just be Reggie. That has been my fear. And I am still working through that fear. And I know we all have our own set of fears. And I know some people living their life, living how they want to live, saying what they want to say, being who they want to be. That's not their fear, but that is a fear of mine. And I have been working towards getting to Reggie for a long time. And I'm going to explain something to you guys. If you want to know where, why I say, at the end of all my videos, at the end of my podcast, I say, y'all be careful out there in them streets. And I'm Reggie Hathorne. It's not about letting you know who I am. I'm letting myself know who I am. I'm like letting myself know you are Reggie Hathorne. You know what Reggie Hathorne, you know who he is. You know what he consists of. You know what, what he wants to be, who he wants to be, how he wants to live, where he wants to live. So that is me reminding myself that I'm Reggie Hathorne. That's what that's all about. And I know a lot of people are like, why does he say his name at the end? That's for me. And I actually started doing that before I started doing videos. I started doing that about 10 years ago. I'll never forget one time I was at home, my hometown of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and I went to a homecoming football game, UAPB. I went to the homecoming football game. And the first person I ever did that to was this young lady named Rayshana. And she was like, you know, and I've been knowing Rayshana all my damn life. She lived in Dallas. I lived in Dallas at the time, but we were both from Pine Bluff. And I ran into her at homecoming. And she said, hey, boy, how you doing? I said, how you doing? I'm Reggie Hathorne. And she was like, uh, nigga, I know who you are. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just, just, just letting you know. You know, she's like, uh, oh, okay. All right. Hey, Reggie, you know, whatever. And so I started doing that. I would introduce myself to people that I already knew. And I know that probably doesn't make sense, but it made sense to me because I was finally becoming myself. I think you become who you are. That's just what I think. Um, I don't think you're born who you are. I think you become who you are. And so I was becoming the person who I felt like I was supposed to be, the person I wanted to be, the person I was comfortable with. I was becoming comfortable with me. I was becoming Reggie Hathorne. Whatever that looked like, I was becoming that dude. And so that's why I say that at the end of all my videos, y'all be careful out there in the streets. And I'm Reggie Hathorne because I am becoming Reggie Hathorne. I am finally accepting who I am. And I've always been scared of that like I said, you know, I think a lot of people are scared to live, and I hate using this phrase, live their truth or live, you know, be who they really are. And I think that's why a lot of people end up in jobs or marriages or live with, you know, in places that they don't want to be because they're scared to be who they are because of what people may think of them. And you have to get past what people think of you. And you, 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 you got to get past it. And I'm still working through that myself. I would say I'm 90% there. I'm 90% there. And there's a really, and let me give you the reason why I chose real, random, and relatable. Because I don't want to be considered a comedian. Because I feel like comedian, when you, uh, when people find out you're a comedian, they automatically assume you got something funny to say. They want to box you in. You can't box me in. But what you will get, and it, and it also made me, uh, I wanted, because I wanted to be myself, I wanted to give of myself on my page. And that meant I, I don't always have funny shit to say. And so if that's what you expected, and that meant that that's what I was going to always have to give you. And I would have to force myself to come up with something funny. I don't always have something funny. But what I do have is something real. That's Reggie. I do have something random. That's Reggie. And I do have something that's real. That's Reggie. So I am becoming Reggie Hathorne. And I just hope that you become the person you are if that makes sense. And yet you're not afraid to live your truth. You're not afraid to be the person you are. And again, everybody has a different set of fears. That may not be one of your fears, but that is my fear. Uh, and also I want to leave you guys with this. And then I'm going to get off of here because I said I'm trying to minimize these podcasts, shorten them up, but I always end up talking. Um, continue to, and, and, I, and I hate to preach, but fuck that. Um, continue to set yourself new goals. If you consider yourself fearless, then you haven't run up on some shit that scared you. And what that means is you're living, you're, you're, you're in a comfortable place and you're, you're living in a, in a, you need to get uncomfortable because when you're fearless, that means you've conquered everything. Nothing scares you anymore. You need to give yourself some new challenges because a new challenge will bring about a new set of fears because I thought I was fearless, but oh no, 
there's some shit out there that still scares me because I wasn't afraid to jump, because I wasn't afraid to move. I wasn't afraid to take risk. I thought I was fearless. But no, when I set this goal of becoming Reggie, it scared me. So that's why that's my new fear. And I encourage you all to challenge yourself, give yourself some new challenges or some new goals. If you think you're fearless, it's because you, uh, you must be stagnant if you're fearless because you don't think you are ever fearless. I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're fearless, you ain't run up on the right shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you might not be scared of bears, but your ass might be scared of a snake. So, yeah, so you just haven't run up on that snake yet. So, anyway, I want to leave you guys with that. If this is your first time listening to me, I appreciate you coming by. And if, the, if you've been here before, I appreciate you bringing your ass back. And, again, you can check me out on iHeartRadio. Follow me there. Uh, iHeart, uh, iTunes, make sure you subscribe and give me a review And again, if you don't have anything positive to say, keep it to your motherfucking self. Subscribe to me and follow uh, me on Spotify. Go to Purple Cup Talk and check me out. Also, if you want to become a supporter, go to purplecuptalk.com and click on the support tab. Look, I appreciate all of you. Thank you guys for checking your boy out. And if you aren't following me on social media, what the fuck is wrong with you? And again, like I said in the beginning, it was going to be kind of weird after talking about prayers and all of a sudden I'm going to start all this cursing. But guess what? That's Reggie. And what did I tell you guys you're going to get more of? Reggie. So I really don't care what people think about me anymore. And I want you to get to that point too. All right, you guys be careful out there in them streets. And I'm Reggie Hathor. my damn